Facebook Live edition with me, Dr. Sharmila Sinha. I'm a consultant psychiatrist based in the UK. Every week, I have been interviewing inspiring individuals, and um, it is my pleasure today to welcome a very special guest. Welcome, Lydia. Hi. Thank you for having me. I'm really, really honoured and grateful to be being interviewed by you today and sharing with um, everyone. Yes. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Let me remind everyone that uh, this is a this will be recorded and uh, we will rerun this as a podcast as well as on YouTube and we are streaming live on Facebook. So, for those of you who are joining us today, welcome and uh, please feel free to leave comments and questions. And um, let me introduce um, Lydia to you. So Lydia is um, a very inspiring individual. She is a life coach, a personal trainer, nutritionist, inspirational blogger, professional speaker, talk show host, well-being and mindfulness advocate. Lydia, you're wearing a lot of hats. Tell us a bit more about what drove you and what's your inspiration? What led you to this journey today? So thank you again, Shamila. Um, just to clarify, um, I'm not actually a nutritionist. I'm a nutritional advisor. I have studied um, around nutrition, but I'm not a qualified nutritionist. Just wanted to clarify that. Um, so yeah, as Shamila mentioned, I am a very, very, um, yeah, I love inspiring people. I'm also a very proud single mom to a 16-year-old daughter, teenage daughter. And what inspired me on this journey is I used to work in automotive for 15 years in a in corporate various corporate companies and basically I came to a point where I think I was almost burning out as a single single parent and I decided that I needed to care for my daughter so I uh, quit my job and um, then went on my own sort of uh, transformational journey and obviously having a lot of, um, which we'll probably get into, a lot of uh, trauma and um, hard times during this last, during my journey over the last few years, um, I went from trauma um, to transformation. And one of the reasons, uh, one of the things that obviously inspired me to go on this journey was my daughter, uh, who is my reason and my why. So I'm not sure if you've ever heard of the, 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 the saying, what is your why in life? Why do you get out of bed? So that is mostly what inspired me to become a better human being. Thank you so much, Lydia. And um, I was speaking with you a couple of days ago, and uh, I think I met you, it was last year we met, and I was really inspired by your sessions because I attended one of your um, workshops and uh, I saw you performing and it was so motivational and um, it, it was really really good so when you were speaking with me earlier you described um, something within in your journey uh, called trauma from trauma to transformation can you please tell us a bit more about um, this statement what you meant so to give you a very short answer to this I have had various turmoil and lots of trauma in my life from losing both of my parents at a very young age. I've experienced various um, abuse, trauma and bullying throughout my lifetime. And this resulted um, in me having or being 
living a very unhealthy uh, lifestyle and having various addictions to alcohol and smoking, tobacco, etc. throughout my lifetime. And basically, I believed that I was a very bad person uh, due to all the trauma and everything that happened in my life, and I believed a lot of lies in my head. And over the last four years, I have been um, on a journey transforming um, basically myself, not only physically with weight loss, but also mentally and emotionally, because it all is so connected, your mind, your body, and your emotions. So I've been on a journey for the last four years, trying to turn my life around, and um, yeah, basically my suffering has become my strength. So whatever I've gone through is it's become my strength and I would and I love sharing this with people and inspiring others. And also I really believe that no matter what life you've had or what life you are living in, there's always a way to turn it around. And I really believe that um, you don't have to live in the victim and the survivor mode. You can turn it around and basically it all starts with a choice and accountability and yeah thank you Lydia thanks uh, for sharing giving us a glimpse um, of your life story and um, I would like to mention here that um, people who suffer in their lives early on and um, this is true because of my background is in psychiatry and I've seen that many people they end up suffering um, mental health issues and uh, not to mention the unhealthy lifestyle that physical health problems that comes as a result of addiction to alcohol or other substances. So the fact that you have turned your life around by deciding that you don't want to go down that route and now you are a role model for so many people. First and foremost, you are the role model for your daughter who's a teenager. So tell us a bit more about your role as the single mom. And this is relevant because during this pandemic, there are so many single parents, single moms, single dads. For them, what message do you have? What are the challenges you think they could be facing? And what do you see are the potential solutions, if you can share that? So being a single parent uh, for many years, I think I've been a single mom for over 11, 12 years now, being isolated and lonely and on my own, it's not something new and I've heard a lot of single parents during this whole COVID-19 share the same thing. Being isolated alone is actually quite a normality because we do actually spend a lot of time at home in isolation. So it's not being a huge um, um, challenge, although I am going to highlight a few challenges that, that I have faced. And one of them is going shopping. Um, and I know for many it is stressful, but I think for a single parent, for me personally, it is huge stress because I don't have the support of the other parents. So I have to take my daughter with, and it's just a whole process. And I know there has been a lot of single parents that have actually been turned away from shops because of the, the whole rules, only one one member per family. And the other day I even got said, I even got told, sorry, you're not allowed to come in because we only allowed one member of the family. I then explained, I'm a single mom and she needs to come with me. So that to me has been a massive stress. Um, the practical point, the practical silos I've been trying to do like online shopping, so trying to avoid the anxiety and you know the, the stress of all doing that. Um, the other two things that I found really challenging is um, obviously like my daughter's a lot older, she's 16, so I get to have sort of respite or time um, sort of on my own because I can say to her go to her room but I do know there's a lot of parents with little ones that don't have 
the father or the other parent in the picture where they don't get that respite and got kids going to school for single parents that's sometimes their respite that's their time where they can actually work on their business or actually just have that little breather and you know during this period there's you know they're having to homeschool so they get no no respite at all only when their kids are possibly sleeping and I know you know the whole routine has really really uh, messed up the children so um and I'm going to give some some my tips that you know that have helped me and then um you know the other thing that I found challenging is obviously my daughter is also getting older she's been you know going on social media and it's increased so I've had to really set up a lot of a lot more strict boundaries I've had to set up um, proper routines so I've made a list a weekly a list spreading to daily buckets of everything she needs to do um obviously some fun things like doing art and you know limiting the social media is a massive thing so I've had to really put in strict boundaries and it's not always nice because you feel sort of you know as a as a single mom like you feel you want to compensate during this time of giving them more but the thing is it just makes it worse so I've put in the boundaries um, and also trying to give her more responsibility um, and make her feel like a little bit more um, like an, an adult in that way so that's my sort of what I've been doing another big thing that I wanted to share is obviously um, you know single parents are um, financially all of this they're facing a lot of lot more um, demanding situations and my one big thing is do more things do more of what keeps you in check and what keeps you mentally sane so a few things that keep me mentally sane and is exercise meditation mindfulness and fueling my body with healthy nutrition so those are the few things that I can really recommend because the in general life when we have stress we need to do those things but during this whole pandemic situation the stress levels are like whoa up there so in order to combat that we need to do we need to increase the the things we do that keep our, ourselves mentally sane so I've been working out more I've been meditating more I've really increased that and I know like as a single mom like time is really really difficult to fit in all these things but all you need is five to ten minutes daily of meditation and literally five to fifteen twenty minutes max to get your body moving so I would really recommend that um, because you've got to um, keep your mental health in check and you know meditation and mindfulness is um, yeah a massive one to help with that for me thank you Lydia You've touched on a lot of points. I was making notes actually because it's good to summarize in the end and you've touched on so many so many topics here. I think uh, some of the things which uh, people can relate to is it's important to have a structure or routine. Not only for yourself because as adults we feel that having a routine and a structure helps us, especially in this covid when we don't know what day of the week it is sometimes we get um, lost in that and um, people working from home for them as well it's a big challenge sometimes if they are having to care for a little one or for their child and they have to work from home that's also an added challenge so there are lots of challenges there but to have a structure to have a routine for yourself and your child is important so that you can um, kind of um, let them also take responsibility what they're doing in their time isn't it and just uh, a checking in at the end of the day or during the day a couple of times and when you take your breaks then both of you can take the breaks together and with the sun, sh- uh, sun shining now, I think uh, people who have the luxury to have a garden, they can spend their time. 
you know. Um, so the, these are the, some of the tips you mentioned. And I think the other thing is um, the social media. Being responsible while using social media is very important. So I agree with that. You also mentioned about having good boundaries, which is also quite uh, relevant, quite important. Um, you touched on mindfulness and meditation, and this is actually quite an important subject, even in mental health, because with the lifestyle medicine, with um, the new concepts of um, lifestyle medicine, there is a lot of research now, a lot of evidence based that mindfulness and meditation can actually help with a lot of symptoms like anxiety, insomnia, um, unhealthy lifestyles and so on. And it can also improve in concentration and improve the mood. So anybody having mild depression can benefit from mindfulness and meditation. So for those of uh, the viewers who don't know much about mindfulness, I just want to get the big, uh, small definition and I would like to ask you Lydia uh, about how you are using mindfulness in your life but let me just give the a simple definition of mindfulness so what mindfulness is being as far as I'm aware is being present in the current present moment isn't it it's about being aware being fully aware of what is around you and one can practice mindfulness during eating while they're walking in the garden while they're just sitting doing nothing and sometimes there is also something called mindfulness meditation so i'll let you explain a little bit more um, about how you practice mindfulness and meditation and how this has helped you in your life to overcome some of the challenges so yeah um, i'm really happy to share this and um yeah mindfulness and obviously practicing meditation has been an immense help in my life um, it's made me become a much calmer and less reactive person so I'm a very passionate person and I, and I and I and I have you know I do react very quickly but being mindful and practicing meditation has helped me to be much calmer in life and I think as a you know as a parent in general I think we all, all need this um, so yeah so meditation has helped me um, in many ways and I'll share a little bit more one of the big ways um, you know that it has helped me is um, with flying so I used to um, take medication like it's a similar thing to Xanax when I used to fly um, anti-anxiety tablets I could not fly without it and I really wanted to sort of uh, move away from doing that and I um, started uh, doing breathing deep breathing and meditation practices while I'm flying and I can say for the last few years I've not taken any medication when flying which is great and I literally do um, deep breathing and practice meditation while flying and it, and it really really has benefited my anxiety and I can you know you know people that know me and like can vouch for it it's, it's yeah it's almost like it's a miracle I don't need medication to fly anymore so um that's the one thing and then um I think being mindful is you know you learn it's, it's almost as if you 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 um you can reconnect with yourself and I think when, when you're aware of things um, going on around you, it's almost as if you live a more wholesome life and you, you move away from being in that rat race and, and, not, and not constantly just rushing your mind. And also what I can say is it's, it's an ongoing um, technique and tool. It's an ongoing practice. You know, every single day I have to, again, bring myself back to being mindful because as humans we become so attached to the the rat race and, and the way you know that stressful lifestyle um, and just rushing around we we need to continuously remind ourselves to be mindful and 
once we get into that habit of being mindful it does come easier so that's in terms of being mindful whether you know you're spending time with your children um and then meditation is for me it's very personal it's um you know where you reconnect with yourself and you know you really really get to spend time alone um and we need that like we need a break we need to just sit um alone and just reconnect with ourselves and and it's to me meditation is quite personal there's a lot of different um, ways there's a lot of different apps you can use and i really think i'm like i'm personally on the meditation journey and and i love exploring new new ways you know different breathing techniques etc different apps and yeah it's it's really i mean i would recommend you know um learning more about mindfulness and meditation maybe doing a course like i'm no medit um, no meditation um guru but i'm 100% mindful and meditation advocate for sure thank you lydia i have a couple of questions because um not so long ago i used to struggle myself while practicing meditation because i don't know if you've heard of this condition that um of um, people can sometimes be very hyperactive and cannot focus so i used to feel that perhaps um i'm quite hyper i can't focus i can't concentrate um, on meditation so i i couldn't sit still and meditate my kind of wrote it off i thought meditation is not for me i can never do it and um what has helped is uh, i think there are different types of meditation isn't it and the one that has helped me personally is the mindfulness meditation where it is also a type of guided meditation and there are nowadays a lot of apps on that and since i've started uh, practicing guided meditation it has helped a lot so i think do you know if there are any different types of meditation or any apps you could recommend for people i mean i do also we, we there is podcasts out there which i have done but if in your practice like would you recommend any apps or anything for the meditation um yeah so actually um i know the whole interview is about uh, myself but my daughter has actually got attention deficit hyperactive disorder which is adhd so i've tried to get her into meditating and she just can't do it so um being they are like you said mindful meditation so her way of uh, meditating is, is escaping into her art world so if you you know if you do have um anything like ADHD and you can't focus this there are different ways of um, doing the mindful meditation so it's basically anything where you can focus on and give like your whole self so whether that be dancing um art um going for a walk you know just one on one where you can be that creative and be mindful one on one engaging and really being focused and connected on what the you know the art or the practice that you're doing um my daughter actually gave me this tip which is also quite which actually really is amazing is if you ever go have a bubble bath or a bath you light a candle relax and then you literally lie and you you stare at the candle or the flame and that is also a form of being mindful and, and meditating meditating it's amazing and um in terms of apps um there's so many the one that i really like um that another single mom actually told me about is um it's called smiling minds and it's actually it's an australian app and it's free and it's actually um by the australian government that's that, and, and i really like that one there's breathe there's insight timer there's calm there's the headspace one um there's another one called media entertainment which has got a whole lot of stuff on so yeah if you just google and then but the smiling mind one i really like because they it's almost like they do the meditation but they're actually teaching you about it 
Thank you. We have one of our listeners, uh, one of our live um, viewers on Facebook has ma- mentioned a comment. His name is Sajal Sinha. He has mentioned that mindfulness is uh, almost like speaking or talking to your own consciousness. I think it's a beautiful description about mindfulness. And I'm just checking the comments if there are any questions. So we can type in if you have got any questions for Lydia. So let's move on. Lydia, can you tell us a bit more about your upcoming projects? I know you're very busy, um, but tell us what you are up to. <laughs> yeah, so I'm obviously like a personal trainer and a life coach, and I'm really um, focusing on a lot of um, well, a program, online program where I can uh, incorporate personal training and coaching. So that's one of my big upcoming projects that I'm going to be working on. Um, my my whole viewpoint is um, holistic coaching. So where I look at the yourself as an entirety, so not only body but body, mind, emotions, etc. So that's um, one of my big projects that I'm working on. Um, trying to will be launching it hopefully in the upcoming future. Um, I'm also um, working on some nutritional um, projects uh, that will be coming up and then also I've recently started a, a, a set series called Live with Liz. So my name is Lydia and obviously short it's Liz and a lot of my friends call me Liz so I thought well why not start an Instagram live show, it's an inspirational show. Um, so the first series I interviewed um, a whole lot of guests and it's basically around um, five aspects that are really really well that actually helped me transform my life like totally around so i'll talk about that the second series is coming up next week and um yeah very excited and then hopefully to do a, a, a series three um this, the next uh, series i will actually be sharing more about my my journey and my story and my life but it'll be around the aspects on like fitness nutrition mindset mindfulness and inspirational fun so it's very exciting um and yeah that's sort of what i'm up to at the moment lots of other stuff in the background but yeah yes yes so that's really nice to know uh, lydia and we have a question from one of our viewers they're asking uh, so if if you could elaborate on this concept of mindfulness as being conscious I think um, what uh, Chad is trying to ask is, um, you know, sometimes we are not present in the current moment, and the whole concept of mindfulness is to bring your awareness to the present moment, is being fully conscious. So, would you like to elaborate on the on this question, please? Yeah. So, I think if you like, just to give an example of um, mindful being aware, if you go if you go outside into your garden, or if you go for a walk. Um, we do something in a habitual way. So like, for instance, you walk without even knowing you walk, you drive a car, you just do it automatically. Your, your, um, your mind has so, is so trained to doing it, you do it without thinking. So um, talking on the phone, driving a car, walking, breathing, it's, it's like a breathing your body does, but you do it in a habit form. So when you become mindful and more aware is you you almost like you focusing or zooming in on the action that you're doing and it's, it's almost as if you go slower so for instance if you had to do mindful driving you would sit and think okay i'm now in the car and i'm thinking like i'm touching the steering wheel and i'm feeling the leather or whatever steering wheel you have i'm now going to put in the key so you just backtrack but you think and you be aware of every single process every single movement 
um, and that just helps you be present, it helps you be aware, it helps you focus more and it helps relieve stress because it's almost like it brings your whole entirety and yourself into a calmer and a slower pace and a slower mindset. So even when you go outside, like you can look at the sky, you know, we take the sky for granted and we just look up, there, up at the sky and go, wow and breathe in and feel like you know listen to the sounds um, really just be present so that's the whole i don't know if that answers your question but that's sort of just in short it definitely does i would just wanted to add one or two more extra points is you know when um, you mentioned about um, the sensations of uh, touching the steering wheel switching the key on and so whatever sensor senses you're using if you're eating you're using the sensation of um, touch and as well as the taste and here so all of your senses are heightened so you you're trying to uh, feel hear listen see smell taste touch everything in a more um, in a whole in a wholesome way you're, you're paying full attention it's bringing your full attention to what you're doing because what happens in our day-to-day -day life our attention is usually we are distracted always and our mind is um, traveling you know million miles an hour we are in a different city even though we are we could be driving but we are most of the time we are thinking of things from the past planning for the future doing things which are way ahead of us so instead of focusing on the past or future mindfulness is about bringing your mind's awareness to the present moment and with it, the way it will help is using your senses to do it and I think I think probably this is the way I would describe it as well so Litya if people would like to get in touch with you how would they do it so I am on Instagram so if you just go onto Instagram and you type in Lydia so it's L-I-D-I-A with an underscore P-E-T-O, Peto, and then a number one. And my email address, you can link directly from my Instagram and or just DM me. And then I'm also on Facebook on Holistic Fitness and Coaching. And again, all the links to email, contact me, call me, or whatever are on Facebook and Instagram. I am on Twitter, LinkedIn, all over the social, social media, but the main ones are Instagram and Facebook. Even, even it's just to come say hey <laughs> I listened to your, your interview with some Shamila <laughs> so it was such a pleasure Lydia and thank you so much for coming today I know you're so busy but thanks for taking the time out I would like to remind our viewers and our listeners that I will be coming on for another two weeks more and that will be the end of uh, this season of the COVID live discussions and uh, I know that um, all over the world um, things are trying the business is opening people are starting to go back to work so for all of you who are actually transitioning from the period of home back to work stay safe follow social distancing and um, you know take care and uh, thank you so much Lydia thanks thank you for having me I really appreciate it, it was lovely to, to catch up thank you thanks All right,